guys, welcome back. It is July 30th, Sunday. Mac Rollins Zenkop here. Thank you so much for listening and thank you guys so much for the support. This is episode five of the Zen Cop podcast on Spotify. Lots of fun stuff in the works. I'm very excited for some upcoming episodes and the discussion points they will hold. Uh, this episode is pretty neat because it's it's brand new all around. And it will be available on YouTube as episode 20. Sorry for all the confusion and going sort of Star Wars on everybody with all the new episodes and uh, how they are being released. But yeah, it'll sync up eventually. And this episode is going to be fun. It's going to focus a little bit more on a social and relationship issue rather than the usual cop voodoo that I talk about here on the podcast. And that is the issue of complacency and what complacency does to our lives in and outside the world of law enforcement. And much like all of my episodes, I want the material, even though it is cop-related, to be relatable to anyone who listens. There is much to be said about uh, you know, a focus or discipline when it comes to this stuff, but I feel that my discipline has always been with the intention of making things exclusive to anyone and everyone. And we all hear the same catchphrases throughout our career uh, over and over and over again. And some of those those one-liners that we hear a lot at trainings and stuff like that, you know, they sound real slick rolling off the tongue, but there is never a real connection made from the teacher to the audience as, uh, you know, as to the, the substance of what those words actually mean. And it's not to say that that catchphrases and one-liners that we hear a lot aren't true or they don't hold any meaning or even that the ones that are echoing those words again and again aren't reputable. It's the simple observation that when certain things become redundant, they can lose their value. And I'm not the first person to talk about this issue, and I, I certainly won't be the last. But for purposes of, of my outlook on the issue, I feel that it is best addressed in the literal sense rather than the metaphorical which can be confusing when we make that application as, as training uh, or instructional points intended to make an impact on the student. And one of the most common catchphrases that I have heard over the years, and I'm sure everyone else has too, is uh, complacency kills. And that's absolutely true. And it absolutely does. I can personally attest to uh, many mistakes that I have made over the years, mistakes my my partners have made, mistakes my supervisors have made mistakes all around and the, the far majority of them were obviously centered around one physical element that that we were dealing with but the underlying issue or the foundation for the incident itself rather was was because of complacency and that complacency can range from something simple to something not so simple to to the absolute worst case scenario you know not putting cuffs on on someone immediately and then trying really hard to do so after the fact, not slowing down when we probably should have, and then trying to fix that problem at 90 miles an hour on a wet road and then ultimately crashing or not checking a hard corner hard enough. And then having to talk about that hard corner and why you missed it after your partner was, was shot and killed and some, some minor problems, some major ones, and then some, some life changing ones, all not good. And all very, very easily avoidable had we simply taken some extra caution and some extra effort to ensure that we were we were doing the very best we could to remain non-complacent. And people, you know, we, we sort of naturally assume that 
complacency is is relatable to laziness. And I would make the argument that while, yes, that is a very, very valid statement, I would say that complacency is is sometimes uh, more deadly or dangerous in a scenario where the individual is actually overconfident in their abilities rather than failing to acknowledge certain things or actions that they didn't do in the moment that ultimately led them to failure. And sometimes we do things so much and so frequently that we fail to see the risk that is involved because the more we do it, the more we become immune to the concept of you know something ever possibly going wrong. And while the job that we, we do does bring a, a high level of danger every day, we are, we are far more victorious in those endeavors and scenarios than we are failures. And that is because most cops do, in fact, make it a point to, to not be complacent. But this does beg the question, why do we shut off the concern for complacency when we go home? Why don't we consider this same mantra and tactic as as gospel for the very reason why we have this job to begin with, right? Our family, our friends, our livelihood, uh, the means for us to make a living and support our family. Why do they get the back seat when we compare all of the effort we put into this concept of of non-complacency for the job. And for some of you, the wheels in your head might be turning. And for others, you may be saying, well, I don't do that. Um, and let's not jump ahead here. I assure you, you do. Uh, we all do. There's just different points in our lives where that non-complacency becomes a, a very difficult reality that we are suddenly forced to navigate. And it has nothing to do with handcuffs, driving, or, or hard corners. When we look at complacency and the lives we live outside of work at one point, in the beginning, we were non-complacent in that regard. We were sharp and dialed and we paid attention to all the details. If you consider something like your relationship with your uh, wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, in the beginning, think of all the things that you did differently than what you would do today. Think of all the small things, especially in the first few weeks of of your relationship? Did you work really hard to impress the other person? Well, yeah, you obviously really liked that person. So you were going to go, you know, above and beyond to make sure that they think that you're the best choice because of X, Y, Z. You probably made the extra effort to, to do or say things that would make an impact and, you know, otherwise make he or she feel that, that, you know, you were different, you were a keeper or otherwise a, you know, potential, serious relationship material in, in some way, shape or form. And if you went on a date, you would probably dress nice. You'd smell good, you know, a nice restaurant, flowers, all the things that, you know, were designed to, to impress them and, and rightfully so. And, uh, you know, even if they casually mentioned a, a gripe or something about their ex that, you know, they used to do that would uh, make them upset. You would make a mental note and you would do the opposite tenfold. You would make sure that everything you did was proof that you were the best choice. And at the end of the day, there was nobody else that could make them as happy as you could. And all of this was with good intention and good effort because you wanted this relationship to, to move forward. And if you were lucky enough, it did. And after many years, however, relationships can become somewhat uh, routine. Both of you would would get into the groove of, of life as a couple. And uh, over time, a lot of healthy repetition would become the, the bedrock of your relationship. Um, there are many benefits to having a, a consistent relationship with linear habits and comparable lifestyles. And ultimately, if you decided to start a family, that introduces a, a new level of 
consistency as there are now little versions of, of both of you growing and thriving right before your very eyes. Um, there are, however, tears in the fabric of life that we don't always see coming, despite most of them being visible from, from a mile away. And those, those tears come in the form of, of complacency. Um, you know, again, if we look back at the courtship or the, the early days or, you know, quote unquote, honeymoon phase as is often referred to as, uh, we are so focused on trying to impress the other half that sometimes we don't understand that, that living that lifestyle is, is not only impossible, but it would lose its, its luster or meaning if that continued indefinitely. And it can be quite the double-edged sword. Um, you know, just as an example, if you, you brought your wife flowers every Friday evening when you got home from work and this went on for years, eventually the, the shock and awe would fade a bit, but there would still be that expectation for flowers on Friday evening. And the Friday that you didn't bring her flowers, the possibilities are limitless for, you know, her overall reaction. And then the, the rabbit holes inside of her head, they have the potential to be infinite and this of course isn't limited to, to flowers and the like, but rather both sides and both efforts being made or, or not being made. The point being that version of yourself in the beginning was, was never fake and it's not fake now, but it was a version of yourself that was accelerated and that went the extra mile and with good intention, because had you not, who's to say the relationship would have continued the bottom line, everything matters after you cross over from the early stages of your relationship to, you know, life itself and life itself can be very, very unforgiving. And when we consider complacency regarding, uh, communication and communication in your relationship, do you argue the same way today as you did when you and your significant other first got together? No way. I'd be surprised if there was any arguing at all. Um, both of you were, were quite literally on your best behavior and, uh, you know, who would ever let their true colors show in that early on? That's just human nature. But as time went on and you got comfortable with being direct and candid and you got even more comfortable with being honest, there's potential risk that comes with that. And I want to stress that being honest is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It only becomes a bad thing when you use honesty as a means to attack each other, which can happen even when we don't mean it to. And that's the worst type of complacency. And that's the complacency aspect of, of when we lose control. So where do we draw the line between then and now? Well, it's, it's not always going to be perfect, but when you, when you catch yourself, when you're, when your mind puts that, that mental pause, that's your mind's way of, of sending you a reminder to stop. And sometimes those reminders can, can make you stop and think, man, I really messed this up. How do I fix it? The fix, however, is, is up to the individual in the moment, but the future is up to the individual over time. We can make an extra effort to think about, you know, things we, we, uh, say or do before we act on them. And, and maybe when we are thinking about the action, we can make a quick reference to what we would have done in the early stages of the relationship and find some common ground and hopefully a, a solution uh, between the two. Now, the concept of complacency can be carried over uh, to just about every social aspect of our lives, especially with our significant others and even more so with our kids. I have uh, two boys who... I love very much, um, but there are days where I think about how 
I could explain to the fire department that the safe surrender plaque on the building says absolutely nothing about age. I try my best not to lose my mind and I try my best not to lose or and to use my words during those scenarios. And I guess if there was a point to all of this, because I could talk about this for hours um, and everything that I was trying to convey to you, the listener, it would be this. Why should our department and the general public get the very best versions of ourselves every day that we go to work and our families get the leftovers when we get home? Our families get the short-tempered, easily irritated, sleep-deprived, overworked, overstressed, angry, and, and not a very pleasant version of yourself to be around. It's not fair to them. And it certainly isn't fair to us. And I'm not saying that all of us are like that all the time, but I am saying that all of us are like that at one point or another. And when we get to those points, remember that complacency kills and we are the only ones who can choose to do something about it. So stop, think, and find a way to redirect before we lose control. Uh, complacency's enemy is control. And be an enemy to complacency, and you will find control in the process. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. I will be back next week. In the uh, meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at the Zen Cop. Um, all the previous episodes, including this one, will be on YouTube at the Zen Cop Podcast. And of course, for your reading pleasure, you can always visit the blog, uh, thezencop.com. And guys, thank you again. This has been a really fun one. I look forward to the, the ones to come. Thank you for listening. Guys, have a great week, and I'll see you next time.